Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. All right, you guys, welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. I had to hit record. Otherwise, you guys would have missed the episode because we were just jamming out for a while. I am so excited to introduce to you Annie Hutchings. She is a sound healing practitioner and yoga instructor that runs women's healing retreats, co-owner of 108 Meditate, which is a spiritual wellness subscription company, and is also a homeschooling mother of four that splits her time between Kauai and Utah. And she is calling in from Kauai and I'm looking at her background right now and I'm there. (laughs) And so Annie, thank you for being here with us. It is such a pleasure to have you. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So I have personally been following you for a few years now. I don't know why, like as I draw on my memory, I specifically remember you in your stories one year talking about new moons and uh, I was just listening to all of those things and it was really fun. And It's also been really fun to watch you evolve in your journey. And so tell us a little bit about how you got where you are. Well, it's interesting because I feel like there's been a huge evolution for me just in the last couple of years. And I, I think there's a collective energy of that. I don't think I'm the only one experiencing that, at least from, you know, the comments and direct messages and stuff that I get from people. Um, I feel like with COVID, with the pandemic, it really like, how do I describe it? It just, it was a spiritual awakening for a lot of people, right? Because it forced you to stop like checking the boxes and like being a robot about your life. And so for me personally, it really made me like deep dive. I mean, these were things that I was already interested in before that I was more hesitant to share them a few years ago, even though I loved them and was really into them because I wasn't sure how they would be received. And, you know, since I've released that and it seems like there's just a collective shift into really becoming your own spiritual authority and being the one that decides what is best for my spirituality, what is the best way for me to connect with the divine or the universe or God or whatever you want to call it. And so I've seen that shift and I've been part of that shift. And um, it's been cool to just kind of be on my platforms as the most authentic version of myself. Yes, I love that. Uh, Very parallel paths we've been walking. And for those who've been listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast have also have gotten to witness it in real time, kind of like you and your stories and online, just really displaying it. And I've gotten a lot of messages around like, thank you for displaying it in real time. Yes. For us to witness and navigate with you and then for ourselves. And so one, I just want to acknowledge you because it has been on display and you just started a brand new company, 108 Meditate. Tell us a little bit about that. So, I mean, there's so many different things that I could tell you leading up to it, but it's kind of crazy how it happened. But basically my next door neighbor and one of my good friends for a long time, we have been kind of doing similar things side by side, but never really together. So she's a Kundalini teacher. She is into all the same spiritual stuff as me. And and we both are instructors and we've both, we both do sound healing. So we've been doing our thing separately for a long time. And it's felt like I have felt this, I don't want to call it a premonition, but I've just had this feeling of like, we're going to work together. We're going to work together. I don't know how, but we should work together. And And, you know, I've tried to initiate things in the past and it wasn't the correct timing. I'm all about trusting the timing and divine timing. And so anyway, she sent me a message one day. She started a wellness brand, but really all she had was one product and the name, Mm -hmm. One Way Meditate. 
And so she messaged me. I was in Kauai. I was driving to the airport to fly back to Utah. And I got this long voice message. And before I even listened to it, I knew I was like, she's asking me to be her partner. Mm. So I listened to it and she was, and I don't know if you really touch on human design at all, or if you've talked about that at all, but I'm a generator and in human design generators are meant to listen to their body response. So I had a body response to this, like, yep, this is something I'm meant to do. Mm. And so if you know me, I'm a very much an all in person. So as soon as I had that body response, I was like, okay, let's do this thing. So we met up. She's like, I don't really know what 108 is. I'm open to whatever it can become. And so this idea that was existing on its own came to us in that moment to create basically a spiritual practice in a box that would be delivered to your door every month. So there's products in there that support the practices. And then there are um, printed reading materials that have QR codes that lead you through different practices. So like in January, our practice was sacred bathing. So you click the QR code, listen through this bathing experience. You get everything that you need for the sacred bath. And anyway, it's basically like spirituality simplified because both Andrea and I have been through this journey of like learning all of these different practices and learning about all these different things. And how awesome would it have been had I had this product three, four, five, even seven years ago to really teach me and simplify things rather than just, Hey, you know, I really want to learn about this or that. And then have you to go and do all the research myself. So we're just simplifying it for people, giving women an excuse Hey, now I've paid for this box. It shows up at my door. Now I get to take the time for myself to truly utilize this. And I feel like when people invest in themselves, time, energy, money, they're more willing to give themselves that time, right? I totally agree and love that. And um, you said something, I mean, simplifying spirituality, like that alone is just so special because agreed. You know, something I have found along my journey is it's exposure. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. And and when I'm exposed to more and it feels so true to me or it like resonates with my whole being and soul. Oh, just so I I don't know what I don't know and I don't know where to find what I'm what I don't know I'm looking for, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I I just appreciate that you're willing to package this in such a way that um opens the door for people and then the simplifying of how far down any one rabbit hole you can go, how much information there is about any one avenue. And I think that that can be intimidating, overwhelming, like the gradient being too high is that people never then start their journey. Absolutely. And that's our entire purpose here is like, if you are a beginner, if you're like, well, look, I don't really know anything about this. Perfect. You are the perfect person for these boxes. But also if you are an experienced practitioner that's been practicing for years, and sometimes there's just like, the, the convenience of letting someone else guide you through it and like really letting someone else take care of you rather than doing everything yourself. Right. And so yes. really it's, it's for everyone that's on this spiritual journey. I love that you brought that in because I, there's nothing comparable to, it doesn't matter how much work I do as a leader. I love being led. I love being a participant or like you said, receiving that gift. And so, um, I just think it's so beautiful and love it. And so where can people find 
you sign up for this subscription box? Yeah. So you can find us on Instagram, 108.meditate or our website is 108-meditate.com. And you can find, we sell, we sell single boxes. So if you're like, look, I don't want to commit. I don't want to, you know, we do single boxes. We have single products and we're new. We're only three months old. So we're getting going. I mean, we, we had a conversation on a Sunday and we launched our business the next Friday. Like Mm. this, business wanted to exist and it happened quickly. And so we're just kind of learning as we go, but we've been surprised and really excited about how, like just the response that people have had to it. Yeah. I love that you shared that. Obviously, you know, without knowing it, I think it's just so beautiful because of the synchronicity and the quantum movement of that. Cause some people would say like, well, okay, it must be nice for you. Or, you know, somehow, some way, cause it doesn't follow the rules of the 3d reality that it must be hard. It must take time. You're going to have to grind it out. You know, all of this old yes. paradigm. So like, thank you for sharing that yeah. in alignment, the, it all works perfectly. Oh, totally. I love that. And I, I would love for you to share this question was coming up while you were speaking. You know, you said three, five, seven years ago, whenever, you know, you're constantly awakening next mm-hmm. layer, next layer, new, you know, new shedding, new unleashing or expansion. If you could encapsulate your journey, and I don't know how, but <laughs> what would you say? And I'm thinking specifically of the people who are kind of navigating it right now yeah. and specifically feel called bigger but are somehow resisting or hiding out or really afraid of, you know, taking these leaps into faith? I would say wherever triggers you the most, wherever either upsets you, scares you, wherever those uncomfortable feelings live, start focusing on them. (laughs) I love that. That's that's some spicy advice. Keep going. Because here's the thing, like, you know, you hear focus on the positive focus. And that's beautiful. And there's something really powerful about that. I totally agree. But if you really want to release fears and doubts and blocks and whatever is in your way to truly move forward, you have to start noticing where those places are rather than numbing out to it. So when I teach yoga classes, when I'm teaching in a studio, I like to do this thing to my students. They usually hate me for doing this, but what I like to do is I'll take them through this really like, well, well, the class will build and we'll get to this really intense flow where they're like, I am going to die. And we just, I push, 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 push. And then when that song ends, they immediately sit still. They sit still. They're not allowed to touch their hair. They're not allowed to wipe their sweat. They're not allowed to take a drink of water. They sit and they get as still as they can as quick as they can so that they can feel into the discomfort that they're experiencing, right? So they can feel their heart beating out of their chest. Sometimes if their lungs are burning and it hurts and it's painful and there's sweat dripping into their eyes. And like this entire experience of just sitting there is the most uncomfortable thing ever. But if they can learn how to sit in that discomfort, then they're teaching their brain Hey, I can do hard things. Like I can sit through the discomfort and look, I'm still alive. Like I made it through, right? And so practices like that really teach the brain to stop running away 
from the thing that you're afraid of. Stop running away from the thing that makes you uncomfortable. And it sounds cliche because I feel like for years I had, I heard all these messages of like, don't be afraid, just go for it. Don't be afraid. But when that fear is there, that fear is real and it really will hold you back. It's not until you're on the other side of it sometimes that you can look back and be like, what was I so afraid of? Like, what was the big deal about taking this first step? But those fears are real. So I feel like it's retraining your brain, like really allowing yourself to feel the discomfort so that the discomfort can actually dissipate. You're never gonna like, you know, it's the feel it to heal it. Unless I feel it, unless I actually go into my body and allow myself to feel that, I'm never gonna move past it and move forward in my spiritual journey. I love that so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for sharing that because uh, I mean, it's just so true. In all my years of the work, I take people there emotionally. I also, I love that you used yoga. Uh, I think breath work is really brilliant for that too, because breath work can have so much discomfort involved. And yet none of this will kill you. Like if you genuinely lean in, feel all those fears, it's it's so epic. And what a great way to encapsulate that because I mean, and saying, just head straight for what scares you the most because you're going to make it past. And, and again, especially if you want an, the accelerated path. Um, I really love that. So, <laughs> And you know what? That that might just be my personality because like I was saying, I mean, we started our business on a Sunday and on the Friday we launched. And yeah. so, you know, everyone's energy moves differently. I have a very fast moving energy. And so that matches me and also honoring where you're at in your journey and what your journey looks like and how you honoring who you are and how your energy moves and not looking at someone like me and being like, well, why is it taking so long for me? Right. I love that. I can look back and feel like it took forever. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And for someone, it might take even longer. It's going to be a different path. And so obviously honoring what that path looks like for you and knowing it's not going to look like anybody else's path. I mean, these are all like the freaking like primary school answers, like here's, you know, check the boxes, but they're, they're cliche for a reason because they're true. Yeah. And I love how you said that earlier too, about like, this might sound so cliche, but like you can hear something 99 times and it's the hundredth time that it clicks for you when it clicks after all of whatever other initiations you've had to navigate. So I completely agree. And that some of these statements just withstand the test of time because they are these core truths. Exactly. Yes. I love it. And so um, we're we're way into this conversation at this point, but also I wanted to share with the community that you are you are woven into the chakra series, which is we're talking about the energy centers of the body. We're talking about uh, what it looks like to be balanced and unbalanced and how to clear and align. And so I would love for you to give us your insight, your little breakdown of the chakra, not even little, but whatever size you want, but a breakdown of the chakra system and what you'd love to to, you know, coaching, guidance, advice, like anything that really lands for you. I love the chakra system because I feel like it's a great place to tap into. If you're like, Hey, I know I have blocks. I know there's things holding me back, but I have no idea where to start. Or I don't know how to tap into that. The chakra system is a really good guide for like, okay, I'm experiencing where I feel like I'm not being heard, or I feel like I can't speak my truth. Okay. Maybe there's something happening there in the chakras. So learning just those basics, but I mean, I can just quickly go through each chakra if you'd like me to. So, um, and I teach the, I teach this at my retreats and, um, in the practices that I teach as well. So this is something that I feel like I'm pretty well versed in. And it's something that I have really seen the benefits of doing. I do a lot of sound healing. And when I do my sound healing sessions, I actually move through each chakra 
with a different tuning fork and I feel in and use clairvoyance, which might sound kind of out there, but it's just what it is. I just close my eyes and I can see into what's happening in their chakras. And it shows up in my mind in a way that makes sense for me to be able to explain it. But your root chakra, which is at the base of your spine, so it's tailbone, it encompasses the legs. The color that is connected to the root chakra is red. And that's really showing security, safety. That's like your most basic needs. That's Food, water, shelter, sex, like it's human. It's just survival is the root chakra, right? And babies like infants are born and they live in that red root chakra because they're like, Hey, I'm hungry. I'm crying. I'm cold. I'm crying. I'm tired. I'm crying. Right. So they like, they really know how children show us how to really be in our bodies because as we develop the chakras, because the chakras each have a different time frame with which they develop. So like I have a two and a half year old right now, her power center is developing. And if any of you have had toddlers, this is going to resonate with you because if a toddler doesn't show you a power struggle better than any other human on the planet, that's because they are developing that part of their chakra system. So without getting ahead of myself, root chakra is that survival instinct, those that red, just safety and security. Then you move up to the sacral chakra. The sacral chakra is orange. It's right below the belly button. It encompasses the sex organs. It's really like your feelings. It's feeling into, it's your sensuality. It's, um, but even more than that, it's sensuality, not just in the sexual sense, but in like sensation, all sensation right? And last year I decided I'm going to, I'm instead of choosing a new year's resolution, I'm going to focus on one chakra. And so I focused in on the sacral chakra. It just felt like that was what I was supposed to do. So I'm like, great thinking because the sacral chakra really encompasses creativity. So in my head, I was like, great, maybe I'll paint more and I'll just be more creative. You know, I had this little idea of what this journey was going to be like for me, (laughs) which I'm laughing at now because, (laughs) oh my gosh, once you set an intention for healing, just watch where it takes you. So I step into this intention of the sacral chakra. And next thing I know, I'm learning about the feminine and masculine balance and the wounded feminine and it just took me on just kind of this unbelievable journey, that second, that sacral chakra. And I feel like a lot of women and men have wounding in that sacral chakra, um, either from childhood trauma in those areas or purity culture, shaming around your sexuality and sensuality. And so there's a lot of healing that can be done through connecting to your sacral chakra. And if you feel like you're not a creative person, that is really showing that you have a block in your sacral chakra that you can work through. Next would be your power center. Like I was just talking about, that's your solar plexus. That's going to be right at the belly button and a little bit above that belly button. That's really like your self-esteem, your personal power action. That's the sun within your body is your power center, right? So that's going to really encompass that masculine energy as well, which we all have masculine and feminine energy. I'm sure that your listeners probably already know this. So I'm tapping on it again, but the masculine and feminine energy within, no matter what your gender is, you have both, right? And so that sun really encompasses that. Like, I'm going to go out there. It's that hunter instinct. It's like, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to, I'm going to do something about this. Then you move, and and I really feel like the self-esteem lives in that power center. So if you're feeling a lot of self-doubt, if you're struggling with your self-confidence, there's there's some balancing that needs to happen in that power center. 
And then you move up to the heart and the heart is that, so your first, your first three chakras, which are your red, orange, and yellow, yellow is that sun, that solar plexus. Those are your body chakras. Those are what's in your body. Like that's you living in your body. So that's why I was saying children, they really show us how to be in our body because as our upper chakras develop, we tend to like, as adults, don't we get in our heads so much more than we did as children, right? Like as children, we just work so in our much, bodies. Yes. We, we feel it. We're like out there playing. We're in the dirt. We're grounding constantly. And, and grounding is a great way to connect with your root chakra, like just being in nature, touching your feet in the sand or in the dirt or whatever is a great way to like really allow your body to balance. But anyway, so the fourth chakra is your heart chakra and that encompasses the front and back of your chest, your arms, like really just imagine embracing someone in a hug. And that is, that chakra is the green chakra. And that fourth chakra connects your body chakras with the heavens. It connects the earth to the heavens, right? Working from our hearts. And so, um, so we have that, that heart chakra and that one, I feel like is kind of self-explanatory. It's love it's, you know, but this is another area that people feel blocks because we create what are called heart walls, right. That we need to. And I love the name of your podcast hearts unleashed, because really that's all within the heart chakra, like release those walls, let go of those chains, whatever it is, that's whole keeping your heart closed off. Think about this. If I have a heart that's closed off and you have a heart that's closed off, like, or or let's say, I'll give a better example here. If I have a heart that has walls and my husband has a heart that has walls and I'm trying to send him love from my heart, it has to go through all these filters. It has to go through all these walls before it even reaches his heart. And then it's got to go through all these walls of his before he even feels it. So by the time he feels the love that I've sent him, it's like playing telephone. It's like a complete, he's not even getting what I feel like I'm sending right? Because I have blocks and he has blocks. And so the heart centers are really important chakra to balance. And then you have your throat chakra that encompasses your throat, the front and back of your neck. It encompasses your mouth and then up over the ears because it is a two-way communication chakra. So it's about your personal truth. It's about feeling heard, listening as well, not just feeling heard, but also being able to hear things that maybe you don't want to hear, right? And, um, so we've got, so that's, that's the throat chakra. And this is also a chakra like the sacral chakra that can feel really blocked because we live in a time right now where it's scary to share your truth because it feels like you're going to offend somebody, right? Someone's going to be offended by something you have to say. And we live in this digital world where everybody can share their opinion with you and what they think about what you have to say. And so people tend to get really blocked in their throat. Um, but the throat chakra is incredibly important for like really speaking things into existence because it's from your throat chakra, right. That you start the manifestation process in my opinion. Okay. So then you move into your third eye, which is an, okay. So the throat's blue, you move up to indigo that kind of between the purple and blue color. And that's right in the middle of your forehead in between the eyes. That would be your third eye that really encompasses your intuition. Um, it's your spiritual eyes. So if your spiritual eyes are closed and it's been really interesting as I've done sound healing on people to see what their third eye is doing. Like I've had people whose eyes are closed, but they're not just closed. It's like, have you ever seen someone with pink eye and their eye is like sealed shut from all the gunk? Like I've seen that in people's third eye and it comes from like life experiences, beliefs, things that you've been taught, things that you fears that you have, right? Like trapped emotions, beliefs fears, anxieties, patterns, whatever it is, like these can all be blocking you. And so clearing those things away, really opening your third eye and 
being able to see with your spiritual eyes, which is really cool, which is what allows me to be able to see those things, right? When I'm doing these sound healing sessions. So then you have your crown chakra that's at the top of your head, the crown of your head that connects you to source, that connects you to God, the universe, your higher self, uh, whatever you believe is your source, that is your divine path with source. And that's where just understanding can flow in. If you've ever experienced like an intelligent or a spiritual download where you're just like, Hey, I just know this thing. Claircognizant is what it's called. That comes through your crown chakra. What's really important to understand about the chakra system is that your chakra system is a system. It's not Yes, they they stand alone, but really it's a system. So if you're unbalanced in one chakra, you're probably unbalanced in another because you have energy that's supposed to be flowing through all seven chakras, not just one. So if I'm really overactive in my upper chakras, I'm like in my head a lot, I'm just like connecting spiritually all the time and I'm never in my ground, then, then I'm probably not grounding enough right? I'm probably not in my body enough. I'm not in those bottom three chakras enough. I'm not getting out into nature. I'm not being playful. I'm not being creative. I'm not doing those things that kids show us constantly how to do. And so I'm overly open in my upper chakras. That's not good either. You don't want to be too open. You don't want to be too close. So it's about pulling the energy down from those upper chakras and putting them into those bottom chakras so that I can be balanced right? Or maybe you have the opposite problem. Maybe you're very like you're in survival mode. Maybe you're like, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. I don't know where I'm supposed to sleep tomorrow. I don't know how to get my next meal, right? Now you're just in your body so much that you're not connecting with your upper chakras to help receive the inspiration of where those things are going to come from, right? So it's a whole system and that system balancing is vital, Love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the breakdown and for the conversation about the balancing because it's all incredibly important and equally important. So thank you for that. Um, Love the breakdown. Love the breakdown. And there was a question that wants to come through and I'm just going to not rush it past (laughs) or not force it into being. No, you're good. I know that it had to do with specifically the sound healing part because you use crystal bowls, you use tuning forks, and these are very uh, directly connected. Can you tell us a little bit about sound healing? Yeah. So sound healing is incredible. It was it was another one of these things that I just kind of happened upon. I was teaching yoga and I, I um, was invited to participate in a retreat and we could not find a sound healing practitioner, which is crazy because there's tons of sound artists around. So we were like, why can we not find this? And my business partner was like, I feel like you're supposed to do it. And he's a very, very intuitive. In fact, I'm going to plug him right here. I know we never talked about that, but Johnny, he's a spirit painter. So he can feel and see the colors of people's spirits. And he has a conversation with you and then paints these incredible paintings. So of course I was stoked to do a a retreat with him because I just love his gifts and love what he does. So he offered up to me, I feel like you're supposed to do the sound. And I'm like, "Um, okay, all right, let's give it a try. Like, let's go for it. And so I started, that's how I got started into my sound healing journey. But because I love to dive deep, once that first retreat was over and I did everything very intuitively for that first retreat, I'm like, okay, now I need some actual training. Like now I need to actually learn what in the world I'm doing here, right? So I went to this training and I've read a bunch of books, but sound healing is just vibrational healing, right? Like we are energetic beings. Anything that is energetic has a vibration, has a frequency, has a vibration, right? And so the when we start to experience dis-ease is when we get out of our home frequency, when we are now out of tune, as you could call it. So these different vibrations help to bring us back 
into the highest vibration that we should be vibrating at, right? And there's two ways that this works. There's what's called sympathetic resonance. So when you are vibrating next to someone or something, it's interesting because everything has a vibration now. So I literally view everything as sound healing. Like when I'm using a crystal, this crystal has a vibration. So it has a sound. I can't hear it, but it has a sound. So literally everything, even people are sound healing to me now, right? They're either sound healing or they're bringing down, right? (laughs) Depending on if I'm choosing into their vibration or holding my own. But as you vibrate, you, you, you will sense this, like people that have been married for a long time, you're like, you're kind of turning into each other, right? Because you're vibrating with each other for so long that you start to vibrate at the same rate. So there's this idea that if they put two hearts beating in Petri dishes next to each other and they were beating at different rates, eventually because they're beating next to each other, they would start beating at the same rate together. That is called entrainment. All right. I got ahead of myself a little bit. Sympathetic resonance is being with a sound that's similar and pulls you up to a similar vibration where entrainment is you are now vibrating together at the exact same rate. So one or both of those can happen when you're in a sound healing session. And it's just listening to the vibrations. And my sound bowls and my tuning forks are actually specific to the chakras. Most tuning uh, sound bowl sets that you purchase can like will be the D note. So it starts at C note. So your root chakra is a C note and then it goes up from there. And that's another way that you can balance certain chakras. If you're like, I really feel like my throat chakra is out. You can listen to music in that key. And even that can come into sound healing. Anyway, I feel like I'm kind of all over the place, but does that answer your question a little bit? Yeah, no, totally. I love it. And I appreciate it because this, this is like a uh, you did a you did a very good job of still simplifying the spirituality, right? Like bringing it into a conversation. Um, because the one other thing that was pinging over here was like hertz, right? There's yes. t- uh, C D as as a scale, musical scale, but then also hertz. You're and right. So um, yeah, the energy measurement. But in any sense, like I just really love that you're bringing it into the conversation, and so I appreciate that because yeah. I know as we do this chakra series, people are becoming more and more interested in it and how to incorporate into their healing journey because let let me give a recommendation then really quick if any of your listeners are like hey I want to get into sound healing or by bowls which I totally encourage I am all about the abundance of like yes everyone should be doing this yeah every like we need this yeah we need this on the planet so if you're interested in it my encouragement is go for it yeah Um, but if you're going to purchase any kind of like um bowls or anything, purchase bowls that are tuned to 432 Hertz rather than 440 Hertz. And the reason for that is, and maybe you already know this, but the reason for that is that all Western music and all modern music in the last hundred years or so is tuned to an an A note in 440 Hertz. Mm. Music used to be tuned to an A note in 432 Hertz. Mm. 432, it's like the same as the earth's heartbeat. It's a much more healing tone. And they've actually done studies where they've shown people that listen to music that's tuned to 432 or people that listen to music that's tuned to 440. And 440 is actually a stressful vibration for people. So there's some conspiracies about, yeah. about why that happened, right? Yeah. Like to make people be in dis-ease. Yeah. But if you're taking this into your own hands and you're like, hey, I want to learn about sound healing. 
buy your bowls tuned to 432 Hertz. You can also buy like just a tuning fork that's tuned to 432 yeah. or 428 is also another great one because that's the, that's your heart chakra vibration. I love it. Thank yeah. you for that. That's, yeah. I actually didn't know that. And so I'm really happy to know that. So thank you. <laughs> I love learning new things on my podcast. <laughs> it's great. Um, but no, I am totally hearing what you're sharing and saying, especially the differences and the way, like those subtle differences too, because you're right about it. You know, we could go down all sorts of rabbit holes too, but also just that like, the further we get away from our body, our body wisdom, and then obviously our divine wisdom. Um, You know, as you were speaking, I'm backing way up here, but it was just what was coming through. You were talking about the pandemic and it being such an awakening time for people. It felt like as you were talking about the solar plexus, how it's like the collective activation. Mm -hmm. Like you were mentioning your two and a half year old and the the power struggle and just that like, collectively being the awakening of our solar plexus as humanity, as a, as a group. And so that was just, yeah. And I was like, "Mm, that's very interesting coming through. So, (laughs) and if you think about like being your own spiritual authority or being stepping into power, like that really comes from that place. Right. Right. Especially because you had, you had dripped in with like the masculine, right? Like the authority Mm -hmm. part of that, where it's like no more, uh, no more of this madness. Wow. Right? Like, yes. Right. Like the boundaries yes. and, the, you know, just kind of that, whoosh, the aware, immediate awareness and then something to do about mm-hmm. it. So, well, and you. one piece that I left out is as you move from that, the body chakras into the heart, right. Which is what connects the spirit and the body. Yeah. Um, that the heart represents is represented by the moon. So mm-hmm. you really have that balance right there. And if you think about where do you feel discomfort. Like I was saying, okay, what you asked me, what's your advice? I'm like, lean into being really uncomfortable, right? Like, where do you experience most discomfort when something scares you, gives you anxiety, right? It's like usually in your chest or your tummy, right? Like you're experiencing it in those chakras, yeah, in that balance of the feminine heart and the masculine power. Yep. I love that awareness too, because it really gives us a place. And I'm going to plug the chakra series because we are going to go in depth with the physical and metaphysical attachments. Mm. So like the energetic Ooh. unbalance and like what physical ailments that can cause. So the that manifestations. Are, of yes. That. Cool. Yes. Yeah. So we're, we're going to dive into that. Um, so if you guys are loving this conversation, be sure to tuning into all episodes of the chakra series. And as we start to wrap up here, Annie, one, I just want to thank you. I'm having so much fun together. <laughs> and um, I like to ask all of our guests similar questions. And I want to ask, you know, through all of this, we've had a lot of conversation. What have you had to give up to be where you are today, specifically so expressed and mm-hmm. sharing so boldly? Wow. Like as you're asking that question, I'm like, wow, that it was, it hurt to give up those things. Right. Um, I had to give up not wanting to be a disappointment to people. Oh, I have chills everywhere. Yeah. To step into my most authentic self. And that's been hard because the last thing you want to do is disappoint people that you love. Yeah. Sometimes that's exactly what you have to do to be true to yourself. Yeah. Uh, one, I acknowledge you for that. And two, I feel that so deeply. And I imagine our our people either feel that or feel that that's what's coming for them. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's what's ahead. And for my, my experience of that too, like when we do that, we directly face the fear 
Mm-hmm. the crippling fear or anxiety that can be debilitating, right? It stops us from sharing, living out loud. And then we actually do bump up against it. We might feel someone might express their rejection or disapproval mm-hmm. or disappointment. Yes. And, and oh God, it's terrible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I just, one, I acknowledge you because that is true work, like mm-hmm. real work. So thank you. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that. And then another question is, what does it look like at this point for Annie Hutchins' heart to be unleashed? It's crazy because I feel like I'm living it. Like, I feel like for the first time in my life, I feel like for years I've had dreams and I've been seeking things and seeking things and seeking things. And I feel like really stepping out of the box and choosing to let go of the fear of disappointing others or upsetting others has allowed me to just actually manifest it and be in it. And like, I look at my life now and people are like, what's the goal you have for yourself? Or what's the dream that you have? And I'm like, I'm living them. Like I'm experiencing them. And obviously I will always have things that I'm striving for, but I feel like it's really, that's what's helped clear the blocks that have allowed those things to really become a reality for me. Yes. Amen. Well, keep <laughs> living out loud and we're going to keep following you living out loud. So where can, you. what's your, what's your handle uh, in the audio? Yeah, my handle is Annie.Hutchings. Yeah, perfect. And we will have all the links, links for 108 Meditate and to follow you online and just be connected. So I want to thank you for being here. It's been such a pleasure to connect. I know, you too. I've loved it. Good, good. And hearts, thank you. I hope your heart chakra feels unleashed and that you got exactly what you needed today to step into your life with your inner authority, with your power, being grounded, being clear, being self-actualized, being able to unleash all of who you are, unabashed, unapologetic, unbothered, unshaken, all of the above. And so thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. We love you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.